Welcome into the I-80 Club Tuesday night club going up on, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. We're on a day early because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, so we appreciate everyone joining us a day early. If you're listening later on in the week, maybe you're a patron, maybe you're not. If you're not, patreon.com slash I-80 Club. We appreciate your patronage. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, yes. And again, appreciate everyone joining us. Jack, so let's begin with this. So I saw a comment. I don't believe Jabs is in here tonight. But Jabs had a post earlier this week that said, if your wife or significant other says, you don't have to get me anything for Valentine's Day, that you still have to get that person something for Valentine's Day. I am not following Josh's rule. We will not be doing anything to celebrate Valentine's Day tomorrow. And I am, we've done this every year. So uh, here's my take. If she says she doesn't want anything, don't get her something. That's my take. You've been married for longer than I have, though. Yeah, and we're the same. Although I did, we don't even talk about it. We just assume we're not. But I did, I mean, this is not the most chivalrous act of my life, but Uh I did go to Trader Joe's tonight, and I bought, they had some flowers sitting out, so I bought some flowers. Wow. That had, like, a Valentine's. Trader Joe's flowers. Yeah. They have good flowers. They have very good flowers there. So, um, uh, so... But, like, I mean, I think it's probably different for every – it's probably different for every relationship, I would think, a little bit. Because I think there are definitely cases where that does happen, what Jabs is talking about. But my experience – So isn't the take, then, to just tell the truth if you want something from your significant other? Just say, I want something from <laughs> I your, guess, my significant other? I guess so. But if you bank on that and they didn't tell the truth, you're kind of screwed then in that situation. Yeah, I'd be very upset if, if like, tomorrow she was mad at me for not getting her. But you're confident I'd, I'd be more be. upset at her. Yeah. No, we we haven't done. We I don't know why. We just don't do any. I I think the last time we went out for Valentine's Day was when my son was a baby. So it's yeah, it's a long time. But we don't we don't have a lot of. You just not donate. We're not able to get out and do much of anything like that. So. It's not. Are you not, wait not, until the know. daughter goes off to college and then you can start yeah. having fun again in the world? Yeah. Probably she's got a couple more years until she's a little bit, still a little bit more independent than she is right now. Yeah. That. Oh, and the stupid dog. So. Jeez, Jack, we have a dog and we go out and do stuff all the time. Not That's all good. the time, but, but we go out. We just gotta go leave the dog. Little, leave the dog inside for a couple hours. Dog will be fine. Yeah, we were. We oh, yeah, we were just talking about. It. We Jeez, a- Adam, holy shit, man! What, oh, my what did God, I, miss? I didn't. <laughs> the dog's died. Jeez, good lord! Uh, God, happy, good, happy Valentine's Day, um, everybody! Man, the, the here. I mean, is this shocking? Let me ask you if 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 this is shocking to people. I have not okay. taken a trip out of town, even to Omaha, just with my wife alone. That's not work-related for her in some way. I have tagged mm-hmm. along on a couple work trips that have been out of town. But that is not work. That, that's just purely vacation, pleasure, whatever, since probably about in probably 18 years. Is that shocking to people? Is that to go to Omaha? I mean, Omaha's cool, but it's and, like. No, I'm not saying Omaha. I mean, cool. I, even as I'm just saying even even counting someplace as little as Omaha. We have, oh, we I have, see. I haven't, we haven't done that. So okay, that's pretty weird. You guys need to make more time for yourselves. Yeah, it's just a. I mean, without getting way too deep into. Is everything okay? Deep into no, everything's. It's not. We both want to. Um, we both. <laughs> Alex, want to. nothing shocks me about Jack. That's a great point. You are an interesting individual. I don't think this is about that though. Whatever, to the extent okay. I'm an interesting individual. Well, you, I didn't just, mean to interrupt. You said not to get too personal, but there was a just, butt in there. It's just. I mean, it's just life circumstances. Family, extended family, you know, what what's happening with kids. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, like, like not to like get away, like, but like after my dad died, it's a whole, there's a, there's some different dynamics there with who, you know, <laughs> my mom and watching, just a lot of, like, yeah, we're going way deeper than anybody even wants to hear now at this point. But, yeah, now I feel bad. But, and I, I mean, I think that's part of it. I think money's been a part of it, frankly. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we just, it, to the extent we've taken big trips, we've saved them up for um, the family. So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, no, you guys I'm, need a date. I think you need to have a nice date night, you know, yeah. with your wife. Maybe you come to Omaha, you hit up Block 16, you go watch a movie, 
uh, maybe the one that we're doing in the movie club or whatever yeah, on Friday show, and and you know fun. then you're then you're what, you're doing prep and you're hanging out with your wife. Am I going mean, to go on a date for and then not talk to her for two hours? That sounds terrible. You know what? You're the one who went and saw Simon Birch with her. It was like yeah, one of your first dates. I don't know. Movie. I was yeah, but then I didn't have things to talk about, so that's okay. good. It was new. It was a new relationship then. It so, was. Those were the new times. Being alone wasn't that you know unique. You point. didn't have children or a dog. You could kind of Correct. do whatever you wanted back then. Correct. It was the '90s, was right? The 90s. Or was it the 2000s? The economy was up. Nebraska was Man. winning football games. What a right? time to be alive! Music was better. All Music was better. Things. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's. I mean, yeah. Like like other people said, nothing shocks us about you. But man, that's a bummer. I'm I'm bummed for you. You Someday. haven't like had like a proper like. Let's just get away and do something. Just us two. That's hopefully in the future. Hopefully, lots of times. There we in go. The future. That would be nice. We booked our. Uh, we and, and I found out. I don't want to get in trouble with my day job on mentioning successful things that we have done on the radio lately that we get quarterly. Um, but the. Uh, so I, I have a, a very particular bank account, Jack, that allows me to get paychecks earlier, which is very very fun. So I got my paycheck today for this week, which is also when I got my uh, bonus for the good things that we did on the radio. So we booked our trip to Eugene today. We booked all the parts nice. of the, the Eugene trip. Yeah, so uh, you'll need to fill in that week. But yeah, I'm very excited. Very excited to go uh, to Eugene, Oregon, just us two. Well, good job on not shifting around your demographic just so you miss your bonus every year. That's a much yes, better way exactly. to do it. Dave says that I'm much quieter than you. I'm going to turn myself up. This is a problem. I don't know why it reset itself. It's the same volume it always is, which is odd. So hopefully it's okay on Jackson. Yes. All right, cool. All right, that was a depressing beginning to the show. Yeah, Jesus uh, Christ. You're the one you got dogs dying comments. We're talking oh, about Valentine's that. Day. I yeah, that wasn't that you. I, that wasn't I just, you. Just traveling, with, with, uh, traveling for multiple nights gone without someone to watch your dog is tough. So. Yeah. All right, let's get to happy stuff. Nebraska basketball. They won a game, and they did so in dominating fashion. That was great. That was check one off the list that I was stressed Boom. out about now yeah. three more times. but Three more times? How many more games are in the well, regular season? Isn't it I mean, five more games still or six? Three more home games, right? That's what I was referring oh, yeah. to there, the three more home games. And I was. you remember on Saturday I was, like, not that pumped about it when we were talking on yeah. Saturday morning. I got there, and it didn't take long, but uh, I was like, Oh man, this is fun. They're looking good, yeah. right? They're playing really well. The crowd was into it. it looked like the freaking Harlem Globetrotters for a while there. It was great. Uh it was a it was a fun day at the old basketball park. So that was that was good. They took care of yeah. business in that yeah. situation. Looked Michigan looked disinterested as hell, but you know. But they beat Wisconsin right before that. So right? So they're I mean, not yeah, they're not completely without a pulse. What is it about them that they play con th this much better at home versus on the road? Like this much better. Because that followed, Jack. Would you say that the the game before that on the road was the Northwestern one the worst when you consider opponent and performance? Was the Northwestern game the worst game no, that the Nebraska Maryland. basketball team had had this year? Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, opinion. that's fair. That's a good. Pick In my opinion, it was yeah. Maryland. Like that was so tough maybe to watch. the second or third worst. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I'm trying to remember if there were other ones. I mean, Rutgers, that was, I kind of have an asterisk by the Rutgers. Like Rutgers one. and Minnesota Iowa were bad, but they Iowa, were bad in different. Actually, Iowa was really Iowa bad. Iowa sucked. Too. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa was really sucked. Yeah. Either way, the point that I'm making is that they follow one of their worst road performances of the season, and they do, and then they come out and they just dominate, and it's like, they're not even playing well at the end of the first half, and they're still by double digits going into halftime, mm -hmm. you know? Like, they just kicked the shit out of him, and, and so, you know. It, it it's very frustrating. On one hand, it's fun to watch. On the other hand, it's very frustrating because it, you just wonder, continue to wonder why it has to happen like this. This theory is probably very elementary, too simplistic. So if so, my apologies. But I just think they play a brand of defense, the way that, that Fred has them playing defense. And the, the rebounding situation is just so dependent on like energy and effort and and like I'm not saying they don't try but I just I just feel like they come in more juiced up in those road games I guess because of the situation like that that's not a great that's not a great analytic answer but I, I do think the way that they play is super dependent on them having like energy to spare throughout the course of the game 
And when they're playing really well, like you look at that Purdue game, the way they played defense on that game, it looked like they were just had their hair on fire the entire game on defense. And when they rebound well, it looks like they're playing just like with their hair on fire. Like you can see the effort kind of oozing out of them when they play well. And you can see just the opposite when they're not playing well, right? It's like guys Mm -hmm. just aren't – like the rebounds are just half-ass tapped around, that kind of thing. They're slow getting to – getting to three-point shooters. That's the best explanation I've got. I don't know if that's a great explanation or not. If somebody has a better one, I'd love to hear it because, Josh, I can't I can't figure it. And I have no explanation for the to the extent that there are big offensive differences. Yeah. Well, I, I think what Skurzo 4 says is 100% spot on. You can tell within the first couple possessions if they have it or not that night. And, you know, I felt that way watching the football team the last few years, too. But I couldn't agree more with the basketball team where you watch the beginning and like there have been a few of these games like the Creighton game, for example, they get run off the floor, but that game did not start with them trailing, you know, 30 to 10. That was a slow bleed in the second half. Um, But the Wisconsin game, for example, over right away, the Maryland game over right away, the Northwestern game over right away. And the, 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 what the, the three close road losses, uh, what you have Illinois, you have Rutgers, you have Minnesota, that was, those were close in the immediacy, right? It was, so it was back and forth. And so it was like, okay, so this one's going to go down to the wire. This one is not. Mm -hmm. And that has been pretty much spot on. And at home, I mean, outside of the Wisconsin outlier, you know, where they get down big, they play really well, um, you know, early on. And you can tell like, oh, so it's going to be one of the good nights. So that's, it's, I think Skurzo Forest is spot on with that comment. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, yeah, and and that might go to what I'm saying, Josh. Like that goes to did you bring your own energy to to this game essentially, and that's pretty visible, right, in those early possessions, whether it's there or not. And yep, I I mean, and if that's the case, I mean, I doubt it's as simple as that. But man, if that's the case, that should stop being a problem down the road. You would think, given how big yeah, these you would games, hope so. Given how big these games are, like tangibly big, the next few games on the road. Are. Well, think about it. I mean, I would, I would, it's not like the road games that are in the rear view weren't big. Like, I think the last two road games in particular were among the biggest of the season, given that it, it followed, you know, Illinois followed Wisconsin. So, like, by that point in time, you're really putting yourself in a great spot for the tournament. And, like, Illinois is tougher. So, like, I'm going to, I can hand wave that loss away. Like, they, they made a valiant comeback to even get it to overtime. Uh, the Northwestern game, you know, it's like, okay, what the hell was that? Because that was a game that was, it wasn't a must win, but it, it was if big. they missed the tournament, that will be yeah. a game we look yeah. back on and say, oof, that 100%. was a, that was a really, really yeah. bad one. So yeah. what the hell was happening that night and why did it happen? And can they not yeah. do that moving forward? That, that's right? a, that's a kind of a chink in my theory, right? So, uh, uh, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I could explain it better. And I just, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it looks different and it's still, man. It's a week from tomorrow still till they play a road game. We still got a long we got two more podcasts before they play a road game. Yeah. Hell we have two we have counting this one, we have two more podcasts before they play a game again. Yeah. Because of yeah, this whole week off situation. And and hopefully that serves them well, having a week off with zero traveling, home game, home game. They go they're gonna go almost two full weeks without traveling at all. Yeah. Which is which I'm sure is that clear. should really help them, right? You'd like, figure that yeah. they're gonna have really fresh legs going into the, the stretch run. Right. Yeah, but we'll see. Jim uh, Earl says the 11 a.m. tip makes me nervous. Yeah. For Saturday? Yeah. I don't know. It's I, You kind of have the feeling like of oh, these home games and then even a little bit in that women's game. It just – remember in, in 2014 when it just felt like, man, everybody's coming out for these games. Everybody's fired up. It just feels – there's just been so many good experiences for fans in that building this year. I think the just being there is firing people up right now a little bit. I would agree. I think the atmosphere have been have been really good. I formation says eleven a.m. tips greater than greater than eleven a.m. kickoffs. Yeah. I would I would agree. I and agree I mean I that. think the other thing too is, and we hit on this I think a little bit on our show that we I can't remember if it was a pot or maybe I didn't even get around to this, but just the idea of why are the basketball atmospheres better than the football atmospheres? Maybe we talked about it a little bit in the club, but they, I think that that's definitely true. And so I think now given that this is going to follow this whole week off um, and you kind of know what is at stake for them moving forward, 
barring you know a, a total collapse, like every home game is, I think is going to have really good energy, even if the opponents aren't going to be as good as a Wisconsin or a Purdue or early in the I year. Agree. I agree. I was worried I think about the energy that. is going to be very high. I was worried about that, and then I went to the Michigan game, and I was less worried about it. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So the energy was great that day. I thought so, but I mean, it wasn't hard because things were going so well. Sure, hundred uh, percent. It was, but it was, yeah, that that could have been a game that had a sleepy atmosphere, yeah. given how bad Michigan has been. This but year. I mean, the they the, the 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 play itself produced the atmosphere. I think. I mean, there were times in that game I was just shaking my head. I was like, "Holy crap! Everything is going right. Everything yeah. is going right." Like yeah. at one time, I I was like, "Holy crap! If they play well at all in the second half, they're easily going to win by 40. And yeah. that obviously didn't happen. They slowed down a little bit, but that's what it looked like at certain times during this. So. Yeah, I formation says the opponent is the tournament at this point, so it helps the crowd. Yeah, I I, I, I love so that. Too. That's a great way to describe. That's how it. it felt. That's how it felt, and I didn't know if it would, but that's a good point. I formation. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird having this long off between games, um, but again, I think it it's probably good. And, and Penn State, and then that Ohio State man, Josh, that Ohio State game on Wednesday. Like that's if you're gonna get one of the road games, that's the one too because that could turn into a quad one game, possibly. I mean, Ohio State's gonna have to do a little work, but to, it starts tonight against Wisconsin. Uh, so that like that could possibly be a quad one win game for them, um, or a, or a decent looking, more decent looking win. So right away, right off the bat, get that one and then get the momentum going. Right, if you can get yeah. that one and come home with that win. But I'm still, I am sticking to my, even, isn't it, is it weird to anyone else that it feels like, although Nebraska, like between after the Illinois game and until just now where you've had the Northwestern loss and you've had the Michigan win, does it feel like all of the sites that people post and everything else, whether it's Bard or Lenardi or any of the millions of sites, it feels like all of them got a lot more negative during that time period about Nebraska. That's been yeah, my feeling. Now we didn't look at anything on today's show, but yesterday when you were on, right? That's when yes. we looked at Bart and Nebraska was, really was out. Bad. Yeah, Nebraska was out after that one. I mean, it seems like the the Northwestern loss is really weighed yes. them down. That seemed like you know? that really sunk them in a lot of the a lot of the projections, which yes. is kind of weird. Like, I mean, I get it. You lost the game, although that was definitely not the worst loss in the world. So it was. It, yeah, it feels like things got negative without much happening. To sound yeah. like right now. So, you know, look, I'm obviously not following everything on a night by night basis, but it does seem like then a lot of the results that are happening are the results that Nebraska does not want. Yeah, I think right. Been, like that's what it has to be. It has to be that everyone's winning yeah. and, yes. like, um, you know, yes, I think you're right. I think I can't remember what this weekend specifically that happened a lot. There were a lot of games that seemed to go the way of the bubble team. So, yeah. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's probably a part of it as well. It's crowded in there and yeah, you got to have some of the losses for, for these teams. That's who you're rooting for. It's exactly who you're rooting for. And so we get to do that every night now and they start, they start to actually matter. We can discuss whether or not, you know, uh, Kansas state at 76 or 75 matters, but like wake forest losing to Duke last night, that mattered, right? Yeah. Like that Uh matters. Definitely. So yeah. So that's the stuff, yeah, that we essentially every night we'll be watching whether Nebraska plays or not. There will be a lot of things that are happening. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's funny because there's a comment. There's a lot of Scurzo right 4 now. bringing them up and, uh, and, and Jacob talking about it. What about the Wisconsin game? Scurzo 4 nervous that could turn into a quad two. It's so they're weird. currently 21, and they got to be, since it was a 25. home game, it has to be what, top 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what's funny is. Oh, that Ohio State Wisconsin game could go either way. If Ohio State won, that could bump them up. I don't know if we get them to quad one, but closer to quad one if Nebraska beat them. And but Wisconsin could go off the other side. So yeah, you're going to always be you're going to be on the, on the edge with maybe Wisconsin, maybe Michigan State, maybe Ohio State uh, throughout the course of throughout the course of this year. So yeah, quad one yeah. wins are good. Quad one wins yeah. are. Are good. How good? Yeah, and Wisconsin, this downturn happens like at the worst freaking possible time. You know, it's like right after Nebraska beats them. What did they lose? Three in a row? Is that what the number was? Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. They, but, oh, Ohio, Bigelow, Ohio State's already 71. So as it stands right now, a, a win against Ohio State would be a quad one game. And like, it probably yeah. won't go down that much if they lose to Wisconsin 
uh, tonight, I would think. So I think you probably. Yeah, but what lose. if they if they lose to Wisconsin and lose to Nebraska? They right, suddenly maybe, outside of the top twenty five. I think maybe you actually want Wisconsin to win tonight then. Uh, in yeah. that game, which I think has just started now, just to kind of keep that one in the quad one territory. Yeah, that's probably probably what I would say. But it's fun. But again, I'll also say this: with all this, th- of course, there's all the stress that goes along with this, and sometimes people mistake that as just being overly like hand wringing about all. Like I also really enjoy looking at a. You'd slate rather of games. be this than last year and yeah, not being engaged. I really enjoy time. looking yeah. at a slate of games tonight and being like, okay, we have got to cheer against this team. We got to make. We want Butler to lose. To Marquette or whoever it was, we want, you know, this game, this game, this game, and being like, all right, I'm gonna track these throughout the night. Like, of yeah, course you want it to happen, fun. but there's there is a modicum of just glad to be here, right? Yeah. That's the reality. Glad to be here in mid-February, caring about games, flipping them on, you know, staying up and watching Kansas and Kansas State and that sort of thing. So I'm excited. Like after this is over, I'm gonna watch college basketball, Josh. I guarantee I wasn't saying that last year if Nebraska yeah. wasn't playing. Yeah. Well, that makes one of us. So I hope that you enjoy it tonight when uh, when fine. we stop the pot. That's 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 good. That's fine. I get it. You're not even gonna watch Creighton. See if they finish. No, up I have it on right now. I'm watching. What's they're the up score? forty to twenty six. They're killing them. They're they're pulling away at the end of the first half. All right. So I took Creighton yeah. minus the points on. Fl- or no, I put G- Georgetown plus the points on Fliff tonight. So. Mm. But yeah, hey, don't forget you can you can watch college basketball every night. But you have a movie. You have homework to do for oh, Friday's yeah, Grum. Sure. You have homework to do. Asteroid City, oh, Jack. All right, those are, I formation is talking about what you guys said on the show on uh, on Monday, Josh. That freaks me out about Bart. He said b- I formation filled in Bart at, where you can fill in scenarios. He had him winning every remaining game except Ohio State and winning one and losing one in the Big Ten tourney, and they were the first team out. No, I that would, would blow happen. if that happened. I would blow a gasket. See, if that, this that, is where people's. I mean, first of all, John and I have had a lot of fun talking about Bart this year, but like that this is right. the part of college basketball that I have just found so dorky the last couple of years. It's like all we do is just talk about net rankings and Bart this and Ken Palm that. It's like, good God, can't we just watch the that game? Is a, that's a 22-win 20, 20 season in the regular season. That's yeah, 23 wins after the... the no way. No there's way no Big Ten team in the net era that has been left out with 19 or more wins ever. Yeah. And 23 wins in the regular in the that was 23 in the regular season Plus, and then a 24 there was at 22, 22 and, and 23. 22 yeah, no and 20 way. if I'm no doing way. the math right real quick. If they're dude if they win 22 games aren't they like a top 4 team in the conference? Or they would they be just outside of that? I don't Talking know. Talk about a semifinal Big Ten team? Get out of here. Yeah, no I, way. I, I know. I, Bart, Bart's they have the algorithm. Wisconsin win and they have the Purdue win. Like they have good wins. That's got to be not wrong. a shitty not a shitty resume team. I, I am still going to hang my hat on 21 does it. I think 21 does Also, it. that means that they would also win on the road. So, like, that would be another two conversation. Two wins on the road. That get to, yeah. <laughs> two so that, that two whole wins conversation on the road and one in a neutral site. That's yeah. That, Scurzo Bar says we were top three in 18 and got left out. That team had nowhere near the wins, though, that this team does. Not even close. That one, no they, they, one they, wins, they, right? their, their, their non-conference was tougher but they lost the Kansas game, which would have been the one that kind of put it over the top. Mm-hmm. They lost to Creighton. Meanwhile, this one beat Purdue and Wisconsin. This one has two wins that are way better oh, that, than anything. The twenty that Michigan game had. was probably a quad one in Lincoln. Was probably ended up being all right. A quad so one win, yeah, but so. I, I think that these two were better. I guess I don't. I don't have yeah. the rankings in front. Yeah, of me, yeah, but yeah. Certainly, the Purdue win is is easily Agreed. better. Agreed. So, Agreed. A hundred. Yeah, I think this team has a better resume than the eighteen team did. Yeah, but it's just the season still has to finish. That's what I'm. Yeah, about. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, that's where we are on uh on men's basketball. So wait and see. Figure out for those who care, who who got who do like to uh uh do do who you're rooting for every night. I'm sure there'll be plenty of talk about that in the basketball channel until Nebraska plays again and and we'll be doing that. And uh yeah, do you want to hit anything? Uh we talked about it on Monday, but we probably should hit a little something on the on the women's oh, the game women's on game? Sunday. Hundred percent. Look at that hitting women's basketball on the pod. Here we go on the pod. Yeah, I for sure. It. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I just, I still, I, I still just go away. And this is what I was telling you and John. Like that just felt that was what what I feel like a satisfying sports moment that has been so elusive to me as 
just, you know, Husker men's basketball and Husker football fan, especially Husker football fan, like the way that all came together and sort of the, you know, the good guy, bad guy, you know, of it all being a Nebraska fan. I'm sure you look at it different if you're an Iowa fan and just the storylines and the scenario and then to have it that way, it was just like, I mean, it was like a script. That was just satisfying to watch so much to have that end like it did. And then to add in the, you know, the I don't, controversy Big or Ten what protocol, the con- Big Ten protocol stuff and the music and everything. It just, Josh, it was just great freaking entertainment. That was, that is why I personally, that kind of a moment is why I love sports. Those are the sports moments that I love and that I don't get enough of anymore as the ta- uh, uh, fan of the teams that I'm a reminder. Fan. Nebraska did beat the number one team in the country this year in basketball. That's true. Reminder. That's true. And, and they've had a agree, agreed. I wasn't at that when I was at lame is, but the That's Wisconsin yeah, game, as forget. I said on this, that felt like a huge, I mean, a huge moment too. Although it still didn't have the storylines that this thing had. I mean, yeah. This was the ultimate in terms yeah, of a player going for the all-time scoring. Record. You know what else this one, um, this one had that, uh, I, I guess I haven't really gotten. I literally just forgot what I was going to say. And now it's pissing me off, but this game was, it was, Oh, I lost it again. Good Lord. I've never done that before. I've never Get had old. a point that I was going to make. Um, it. cause it was, there was something that I've not talked about with this game. Oh, here it is. Okay. So, Don't forget- you know, remember a few years ago, I, this is funny that I'm finally remember it. Okay. So, Nebraska played Michigan State in football. Nebraska played Iowa in football in the COVID year. And there was conversations about clapping, right? And so the controversies were that Nebraska was on the wrong side of getting screwed on the field by something the opponents were doing. Yes. I found that conversation and discourse incredibly tiring. And I made fun of Nebraska football people, so no offense in here if anybody was a part of that, who were were complaining about it because I thought it was stupid. It was nice for Nebraska to be on the other side of a dumb, stupid complaint from Iowa. Like, are we serious? Happer did a great job, if you missed it, of explaining exactly what happened with the music and exactly why, why it seemed like you know, they were trolling or whatever. And it's just like, are you serious? Like, he said that she was freaking out immediately on the court. And then obviously we know about the press conference. So it's just nice that Nebraska was on the other side of a really child, childlike complaint from the opposition. I, that's a great example of what I tried to articulate. And you did a better job there. I tried to articulate something like that on your show Monday, Josh, when I was like, I feel like I've been through so many football games where Nebraska was Iowa and yeah. Nebraska's opponent was Nebraska in that game. Not that yeah. Nebraska had the best player of all time on it, but that they were kind of the entitled one, right, going in, and the fan base was super entitled about the whole thing, and they were whiny about the whole thing, and the other team all of a sudden got really likable to everyone. Um, I don't know if that's, that's actually the case, but that's what it felt like and, like, didn't get the attention. There was so much self and outside attention on Nebraska that that the you know the upstart Kansas team in 2005 storm in the court like that seemed really like the entire country that probably seemed really fun to it was just it was fun to play that role because I feel like yeah. it's exactly what you said right I feel like we're usually on the side complaining about being screwed yes yes instead yeah, usually of Nebraska is the one that is the, they feel like they're the aggrieved party they're the ones who are saying Oh, the, the ref did this and, and, you know, it took away an opportunity or yes. um, the team, you know, again, the, the, the Michigan state that was in 2014, it was Bose last year. And then the Iowa game that was in 2020, it was the COVID year. And that was a large complaint, you know, that, that Nebraska uh, kind of took up the mantle of, and once that happened, you know, the fan base always goes to kind of the defense mechanism of, yeah, well that, that shouldn't have happened. And so I, I just, like, I don't ever like that stuff. Um, it annoys the hell out of me because you still have to do the play and you still have to execute, right? And this was that. And, like, the funny part about this was that Caitlin Clark was like, I I didn't even notice anything. And, yeah. and I don't think, Jack, that she was, like, lying to, nope. to you know, just say that. I've watched the, the shots. I've watched the free throws. She doesn't have any reaction. She has no reaction when she catches the ball. She's she has in no the reaction zone. when she shoots the ball. <laughs> exactly. And she has and no reaction And it was loud in there anyway. The Everybody was screaming anyway trying to distract her, too, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So that was that was it was uh, listen, nice just for them to not have to to be the aggrieved party for. As much as I openly cheer against her and 
get annoyed with some of the things on the court that make me, you know, cheer against her more. The way she's handled multiple things now in press conferences. Ooh, Jack, after, is he coming to her defense now? I will. After the Go game. Caitlin Clark. First of all, she looked way more mature than her coach did. 100%. I mean, her she ought to be given Bluter media training because she mm. nailed it then. She nailed it after. I thought she nailed it after the LSU game. Like, she's already a – whether – I mean, I, I, she probably feels this way. I think. I think she like because I think she likes trash talking too, right? I think she oh, likes 100%. the gamesmanship. I because I think yeah. she get, take, gets the advantage of it a lot of times, and to not you know throw LSU under the bus after that game when everyone wanted her to. It was like uh, that part. I will give her credit for. I like how she. I like how she does that because the Bluter thing, man. Uh, in addition to however she coached the end of that game. To going nuts on the sideline about the free throw thing, to not yeah, even fourth do quarter it. in general is horrible. Fourth quarter in general, and then leaving her players there to do the interview while she wouldn't do it. I mean, God, so yeah, she's gonna make look, Caitlin man. face the music, but she won't. Yeah, that's wow. a tough look. That's a tough look. I think and, that was I'd a be really I, tough look. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be interested to know what the Iowa fan base is saying like, or the Iowa media is saying about. We were the calm and collected one, Josh. I can't freaking yeah. believe it. This is yeah. these are shoes I've never worn as a fan. It yeah. introduced me to this world. It was amazing. Yeah, and to get to do so on a day too. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's well before the football game, and almost two million people watch it. It's like I mean, that's the that that will probably be the crowning achievement of the the women's team this year, right? Like if they have a win bigger than this, like oh my gosh, they're going on a crazy deep run. Yeah. Um. You know, it's so like it's pretty cool to have that moment and to have everyone watch it. You know where. Yeah. Clark puts up as many points as she does so quickly, and it seems like, oh, she's going to coast to the record tonight, or what I still think happens is that they took the foot off the gas because they just wanted to get by, and they wanted her to get the record in Iowa City this week. I believe the game is on Thursday. And so for all, I mean, for you know, for her not to get the record, that's one thing. For them to lose and to just slowly lose the game, just death by a thousand paper cuts at the end where, it's like, hey, it's an eight-point game, and wow, suddenly it's a five-point game, and it just—it just seems so kind of nonchalant. And suddenly Nebraska's up after yeah. a great shot from Jazz Shelley, and then Clark has that horrific attempt, and it's like, what the hell are they going to do this? Yeah, because like, for a second I was like, oh, we're probably going to get overtime. No, didn't even get overtime, and then the game was just over. And I was like, I was like, with as, as soon as I saw as many people, the numbers that came out today, I don't remember what it was, but it was something crazy in terms of the viewership that they got on Big Fox for that game. It I got close like, to two million people. Yeah, I was like, I was like, man, that ought to pay some dividends for some of those for Amy Williams or for those Nebraska team. And sure enough, Jazz Shelley's named National Player of the Year about an hour later. Yeah, <laughs> after that whole thing. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome, and it was watching that telecast was exactly right. Like, I a hundred percent get it. You know, Benetti was doing that game, and I can't remember the name of the color commentator, and it was all. You know, they knew everyone was there to watch Caitlin Clark. Okay. Yeah. Like I get I completely. That's why get they had that. the scoreboard the way it was and they had the countdown. Yes, and that I, didn't bother me. I, I hope that that didn't bother anybody else. Like that's I why got people it. were watching. But it got like there there were just times in the game when in that fourth quarter where it was like, uh, you guys see it's starting to tighten up here. Like it's yeah. time to start. Now it's time to start talking about the game. And like there was one moment where they were talking about like what great velocity Caitlin Clark had had on one of her passes. And meanwhile, on the, on the other side, that freshman from North Dakota that, that Nebraska's got just does a, does a ridiculous step back three. And I was like, okay, you might lose your mind a little bit about how good of a shot. I, that Jack, was I really moment. do think that the comeback happening as slowly as it did oddly caught everyone off guard because I think it's easy in a game, um, when, when a comeback or when a run happens, but it's fast, I think you are able to really kind of feel that emotion. And that's not to say the crowd wasn't into it because they were. But as someone who has been on the call for runs that happen, like 10-0 runs, but it happens over like minutes at a time, yep. you do sometimes get lost in that just a little bit. Now, the scoreboard was changing in that instead of a lead growing it was shrinking, right. and so I think you should have better recognition of that. Obviously, Benetti's way better than me, so I, I don't want to be too critical on that. No, no uh, it's a part yeah. of games where it's like, oh, wow, this run has lasted five minutes, and now they've been on a 9-0 run. But a 9-0 run over five minutes obviously feels different than a 9-0 run over two minutes. Yeah, it's a, one of those weird deals where you, you don't 
don't have your eye on the scoreboard the whole time. Then you look down and you're like, whoa. Correct. Okay. It's like, oh, shit, they that's haven't a, made a shot. That's and, a two-possession game few. now. Yeah. Oh, and, and I think that's what happened. Thank you, Gene. Uh, Gene uh, was complimenting us on our interview with Amy Williams on Monday. Uh, the, the other thing I wanted to add uh, real quick before we finish up on this is the other thing that just I think makes it hilarious is like, whether it's Jazz Shelley or Amy Williams, like I was trying to egg Amy Williams on a little bit about like, hey, come on now. Come on. You liked you liked stopping Iowa's party on the Pinnacle Bank Arena court, right? You were mentioning that in the huddles, right? And and she does the, she did the whole, you know, I gotta be honest, we were so involved in in kind of the game plan and being focused on us that we didn't even we didn't even think about it. Or we I didn't even talk about it. We didn't even think about it. And she would not I like I tried to sort of take a little bit of get her to take a little bit of a victory lap on the whole thing and she wouldn't do squat and jazz Shelley is just saying ever. No, I wasn't doing any signal that would have been right. It was a play call. I would have never offended Caitlin. I wouldn't have ever went like, they're not even, <laughs> they're being so like, I know that's not all true. Like not, there definitely was something motivating them. They're, they could not be competitors and have that situation happening and not be extra amped up to win that game because of it. But they're acting like they weren't, which I also think is really funny in itself, too. Yeah, you've liked this part of the, the last 48 hours a lot more than I think anybody that I know. You really like that they wouldn't, like, play into that, I guess. Yeah, I like, it's just because you know they're lying a little bit, I think. But they're not, they're not giving, they're not giving even Iowa the satisfaction of, like, hey, we were a huge win for them because of this situation, right? Yeah. They're, they're they're kind of taking it in. I mean, it was a huge celebration, but it was just funny. See, I it's wonder, funny. I'm the opposite. Like when Dallas has a win over a team that I hate, I like it when they talk shit about. But well, like, yeah, like, they, you know, they, they came in here expecting this, and you know, they they didn't get that. Like, I love that stuff. I, the I I do too. I mean, like the funny thing is though, I know they were. Like, I know, of course, they definitely yeah, they're were. competitors. But yeah, but they like they have they were so al- they were so on message. Uh, with that whole thing, it did help too, like to have that as the message, Jack, and then the same day that the coach loses her mind in the right. You, know, you just again, you, know, you look it, like the calm, the, collected one in the whole yeah, thing, which is 100%. just such unfamiliar territory for me, <laughs> as anybody will understand. Yeah, I, yeah, Dave says the only thing better than rubbing their face in it is not rubbing their face in it with them knowing what's going on, right? With them knowing, I mean, without a doubt, like for sure, for sure, and. Again, I'll say this, like, I believe him that this was the sign, but why do you think that was the sign, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it was, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was all happening. It was all Travis, happening. passive aggressive face rubbing. Yes. Yep. That's the podcast title, Travis. Thank passive you. Passive aggressive face rubbing. I'm going to do that right now. No. And it was cool. And and then I'll, I'll finish on this before we move on to some football stuff and other stuff. But it was, Josh, it's just like, what do you even say? Two years ago, could you have even dreamed between between what's happened with volleyball and Caitlin Clark in basketball and, and like locally, Jordy Ball, at least we thought, but just like the, the women's sport, the ex- absolute explosion of women's sports. Like it's... It's been a, this has been like a two or three year thing where it mm-hmm. is. And Caitlin Clark is due tons of credit for it. Tons of oh, yeah. credit for it. But, you know, so is Nebraska volleyball too. Um, but like, I couldn't have ever predicted this level of explosion that it's had. And it's great. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled about it. I'm, I'm I feel like it has to I be really it. special for you as someone who I don't want to say you're on the front lines, obviously, because you're a dad. But like, given that you're you're seeing it through the eyes of your daughter, yeah, I think has to make like, all of this, you know, really, really fun. Because I, I I get to you know call a lot of games. Uh, I call, I call a lot of women's basketball games for Creighton, and I have really grown to like genuinely love doing it. Of all the sports that I get to call, yeah, I've and heard you say I don't that. call that many. I call soccer. I call I call a little softball here and there. Um, I haven't called a baseball game or a football game since since college, so it's been a long time. I haven't called a men's bas- college basketball game since college. But I, the joy that I have in getting to call that Creighton women's basketball and just in general the sport, it it is a whole lot of fun. Um, and that is something that uh, you know, as a as a 
kid growing up or even in college, like it would have been something to do for reps and that's it. Whereas now I do it. I mean, I get paid, which is nice, but I do it. I enjoy, I, you know, I have joy getting to do those games. And so for you in particular, again, getting to watch it through your daughter's eyes. Like I know you, you'll, you say it a lot, like how much trash she talks about stuff (laughs) or how she reacts to things and how it reminds you of you and I can just tell it, that yeah. you there's like a lot of joy that you get it, from that. That wouldn't have come out in her if it weren't for women's sports. And yeah. she is going to become, and she has become, a, a men's sports fan in, uh, in some cases too because of it as well. Like she's yeah. a diehard Nebraska basketball men's fan, but um, I, don't think that, I don't think that happens without Nebraska volleyball, I would say. Yeah. It's it's sort of like the reverse gateway that we talk about going the other direction. Like, I don't think she watches these games and talks sports, talks sports with me constantly now. Like two years ago, I would have never guessed that about her. Like yeah. never guessed it, but it started with volleyball and it started and it's her personality. It's like mine. She's competitive. She's, and she is definitely she, her. her she's like, her, mine, her, you know, I didn't know she would daughter. have a sports outlet where she ever used that. Yeah. That, uh, th- I think sometimes, you know, I, I'm guessing most of us in here uh, uh, are white guys, right? And so, like, representation for us growing up, like, it was just something I never really thought of. I never had to, th- I never had to think about representation. I never had to think about watching a sporting event and not seeing someone who looked like me. And so it took a long time. I mean, uh, if anything, Jack, I was just ignorant to it, and I never thought about it or talked about it. And so when when you know when when things happen in the world and and representation becomes a conversation, it it did hit me in a certain way of like oh that is that is something important that is something that we should care about and that is something that should matter to all of us. And so I say all of that that long windup to mention your daughter then and explain to those who you know maybe don't totally get it. It's like if you watch a football game and you see someone, you probably don't look at Tom Brady and think oh Tom Brady is like me. Because he's like a white guy. Mm-hmm. Um, now Tom Brady is probably not like any of us because he's a freaking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, they're, they're, that matters. It yeah. matters um, to be, for your daughter. 100%. It matters for, as Dave says, as the parent of black kids, representation matters. Brendan says it's massive. As yeah, for you, for all of that, and, and it's something that again I didn't really have to think about a whole lot. But it, like when I go to these women's basketball games, so I was at I called the Creighton UConn game, and dude, you want to talk about like a rock star program, UConn. They show up. And there are little girls there holding pens. They're wanting autographs. And it's like, oh, man, that's me going to signing or uh, fan day, you know, in, in seventh grade, eighth grade. Right. And right. meeting Nebraska football players. Yeah. Again, never having to think about it. It's just I went and watched them because I love Husker football, dreaming to one day be like them. Well, now little girls have a Caitlin Clark. I think is is it's massive. Yeah. It's so important for them. Josh, I think we I mean, we spent decades not. A combination of things. We spent decades not giving near the attention, obviously, to women's sports as compared to men. It was, I mean, not even close, not even in the the stratosphere of how much. And now that it's improving, it's now that it's improving and, and it's to where it is now, I think you're going to have, like, I just think there are generations of, of women who probably never got into sports because of it, as fans, as spectators, mm-hmm. like just never never quite got into it in the way that they could have. Um, and I think, I, like, I think that's exactly what would have happened with my daughter had, had, you know, Nebraska volleyball, Nebraska women's basketball, not been something that was so accessible to her now. And it's also accessible now because the games are, you know, there's more games on TV, like all of the women's basketball games, all the volleyball games are on TV too. Um, and so that's a huge part of it, but I think you're exactly right. I think she, would not have ever started. I think some some might, some people, some women might. You know, they're really into the NFL, and that's great. That's cool too. But I know I'm just sure for her, she would not have independently just gotten into Husker men's basketball like she did, like she is now. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Was that and and it's not like that's the end goal. I'm just saying I've got all these things to talk about. I talk, Josh. I talk so much sports with her. Yeah, it has thir- to be an obvious bonding thing for you, right? Year you year old girl. Every day she comes home and she's she saw something. That's all she follows on Instagram. That's all she follows. Yeah. Is that she's like, oh, you know what? You, you know what Bergen Riley said on her live stream tonight, Dad? <laughs> like she gets all this inside and she knows all this crap. It's incredible. Like there's yeah. another level of just the way that she follows it through Instagram with these players that she also has a different 
way of viewing it all. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's cool. It's cool. And then the other thing I'll add on to that, which I think I've said this before, I have tweeted about it today, but then there's the way that's, that's been this thing at Nebraska, this, the last few months, and especially with the basketball games, but some other sports as well, where like every game is becoming a who's who of the athletic department sitting Mm -hmm. around there. Um, you know, whether it's rule or Trev or Rayola or Bergen Riley or, or Harper Burry and Heinrich Harburg sitting together. And the, the funniest thing is she'll, she'll look around. I said this in my tweet today, she'll look around and she'll, she'll find everyone who's there. Right. And she's, and who they're with, she's interested in who they're with and, and that whole thing as well. But, and Alex, both of the Alex always for, for each other. And like, that's been a fun seeing the athletic department cheer for itself like that. I don't know if it didn't happen before or it wasn't as public or wasn't as intentional. And I don't know. I if think it's, it's much more intentional now. Yeah. 100%. I don't know. I think, Matt, that's about, I think this is the Matt rule, uh, Matt rule effect on things. Yeah. If that's rule, I think rule deserves a ton of credit. And I think Trev probably deserves some credit. And I think like Dylan Rayola deserves credit. Like yeah. he's been at every freaking game in the front row. They, I just saw one of the videos of Jazz's three-pointer, and they cut to the crowd, and the first thing you see is Dylan Rayola doing the bow and arrow thing. Like, it, that's so fun to see, I think, for fans. It's so fun yeah. to see these athletes acting like you at a game and feel like they've got skin in the game for this program that you like, too. It's been, it's hard to explain, but that has been a super fun thing. Yeah. Joe, uh, Alec, Joe, Alec storming, being the first one to storm the court, right? Being in mm-hmm. the back of the shots at the volleyball games. My son says Becca sits in the student section. She just sits in the student section with her friends. And she's like, she's like, I talked Johnny's like, I talked to her the whole game. We complain about calls. Right. And she's like going nuts during the entire game. So yeah. it's, it's cool. It's, it's just, I think it's made to the extent that this winter had had, has had some really fun moments at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And I think the wrestling thing with Nash, Hutmaker too, and, and some of the other things, to the extent those things have been really fun, I think it's been exacerbated and helped by the by sort of that part of it. And when you get to the stadium, you're kind of looking around. Oh, who's here? Oh, who's here, mm-hmm. right? Where, where's everybody at? It's like a Lakers game kind of at a local level. Yeah, just got to figure out who the local Jack is. I want to read the comment a few minutes ago from Kina because I saw that she was typing, oh, yeah. and I really appreciate that. She says, I can't imagine yes. growing up in this era as a girl. I grew up loving sports, but it was always men's sports. I never thought of myself as a potential athlete, and I think if I'd grown up in this era, I may have, and I'd probably have more female friends who are into that's sports. What I I, again, that's talk about the representation, and as you know, someone who looks like I do, it's something I never had to think about or be cognizant of, sadly. And I would hope that the, a the kids of today are a bit more cognizant, but b having representation, you know, as a young girl with, you know, it's not just that they have the sport, right? Title Nine is is has been in existence for you know half a century at this point, so it's not just that they have the sports, but it's that they have the sports and there is interest in it. I think like the the kind of final boss level of all of this is, and it's the stuff that I just get so tired of, and it's like this weird debate that we have to have about. The actions of a of of like a Caitlin Clark on the floor when she's talking trash, and I'm like, like that shit is is stupid to me. I mean, first of all, I never want to do that with any athlete. Do the bow and arrow. Do this. I don't give a shit. Like talk trash all you want. You're basically adults. Deal deal with it. Losers is what I would say. But it did like you you said it, Jack, when we talked about it last April. That like, are we only doing this because they are women's athletes? And see, like, then that suddenly is getting into this topic that I don't want to have, and that is, well, then is it okay to even talk about? It's like, oh my gosh, just like let them let them play. They're athletes. Let yeah. them play, just like you know, they're they're athletes. Who cares? And so right. that's kind of the final level that all of this needs to take. But again, it's not just that they have the sports, but that they. There, two million people are watching a random women's basketball game on Super Bowl Sunday. Like that is crazy. That's it. Never would have happened when we were growing up, right? So you know, it's it's pretty cool. What Gmail says is like exactly it. My kids have watched more women's sports in their short time watching sports than I had in my first thirty years. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Man, I have more in the last six months, probably. To be honest. Um. Yeah. And it's completely changed the way 
it, it was a, I think it was a combination of the exposure to it and I'm sure internal biases of being a man, you know, and growing up, especially in an era where that was way more okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is probably why I've changed a whole lot though. Keenan says, side yeah. note, highest salary in the WNBA is two hundred forty-two thousand. Yeah, yeah, and that's the crazy part is you know like women's college basketball. It's it's in a way, Jack. It's kind of like college football versus pro football. Like a hundred years ago, when college football was way more popular right. than the NFL, yeah, and col- right. women's college basketball is way more popular than that? the WNBA. Geez, we could probably go forever on that, but why is that exactly? Because even some of the players who were popular and a big deal in college basketball like a Rebecca Lobo yeah like they felt like a bigger deal in college at least to me as as somebody who's watching from afar than they did in the WNBA I don't know I honestly have no idea it's it's a great it's a great question um G Merle says Caitlin Clark will take a pay cut going pro I'm guessing there's a little bit of uh sarcasm there but I mean she guys she is going to make so much money off of endorsements endorsements. she will not be taking she will not be making less money next year yeah she will be getting in fact what her shoe deal is going to be super crazy right like yeah dave says that women's basketball gets coverage wnba doesn't i'd say that that's a big part of it because women's college basketball is under the college espn purview and so they really really push it hard and the other thing i mean the other thing about it the the truth is you've got like I care about it because it's University of Nebraska, right? Um, yes. Where, like, you have decades worth of investment it, into a program. It's not like I'm going to get into the Minnesota Lynx, right? I just, I'm Correct. just not going to, but I will because they're wearing scarlet and cream. Correct. Yeah. So that's the other one. That you've got a built in fan base because you, of. You, yeah, you follow your team, and then that allows you to get into the rest of the sport. John has had that theory for years that one of the reasons that people around here don't like the NBA beyond the obvious stuff that we always bring up is because, um, you know, you don't have a local team to care about. And so like, if there was an NBA team in Omaha, people would like the NBA more just because they, I mean, it would be in their faces all the time. Right. And so they'd see it. I I think that's a great, well, that's what I said about hockey the other day when we were talking about a a hockey team in Omaha. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I got props for knowing WNBA team name. I think I know a lot of them. I can do sparks, sparks, the aces, the Liberty, the, uh, what's Connecticut? Connecticut has one. Uh, I, I can do a few, not a ton. I can yeah. do a few. Mercury, Phoenix Mercury. Mm, sun. There you yeah. go, Bigelow, and I formation. Cool. Uh, what do we think of the uh, the the new quarterback coach, Josh? Any thoughts? No. I mean, I, I, it's hard to ask answer that question because we, you and I, have been talking about him on the pod for like two months. You know, like yeah. I, I don't really have any more. I mean, I know he spoke yesterday, but. Right. You know, the the thing that I did is I turned it on. I just wanted to hear what his voice sounded like. And then I, you know, that was kind of all that. So I have no takes, you know, uh, my only I'm, take I'm interested is- to see like what, what the, how the offense is going to be judged by all of us. I think it's going to be a fun topic throughout the off season. My only, my only take is that what it usually is with this assistance is I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know if it'll, yeah. I'm, I, but I remain glad. I remain glad that they did the right thing and got a new quarterbacks coach. Because that's the yes. first that's the first thing I asked for after last season opened, and we now check that box. Yep. Yeah. It's nice that they have a quarterback's coach right now. Like yeah. that they needed one big time. Yeah. So without a doubt. And I don't we, we don't we'll have plenty of time to do this, Josh. But you remember that segment I did last time I did the show we, that show? Uh you and I did that show and we were just kind of going through the position groups and like talking about marginal improvements for all the players and like what that meant. And then Connor, I don't know if you heard it, did a segment today too, where he was talking about the overall over under win total. Uh, Just the the combination of that, thinking about the teams, thinking about what's improved. Josh, I'm getting close to the Kool-Aid right now. Big time. Jesus, Jack, it's February. You need to pace yourself, man. I am getting, I am getting big, like, and Connor is too. Dude, did you hear a segment? Party Jack and you're you're pounding shots, but it's only seven thirty. Right? Like, let's settle it's, down. It is gonna be a pro- I'm problem. It is gonna be a problem for me because it's February thirteenth, and I'm usually, I mean, it takes a while for me to get there. But like this year, I'm like, I'm looking at the roster. I'm looking at the changes. I'm looking at everything as compared to where it was last year. I'm looking at the schedule, and like, I don't know, man. I know this is wrong, but I just everything looks like it's coming together. Wow! I know yep. it's, it's 
by the end of the segment that we did when we just started naming a bunch of random uh players on the defensive <laughs> end, like you were like, let's go. This I, is great. That's because I kept forgetting that they still had some of these guys. It was crazy. Yeah, Kina, a week ago, Jack forgot football exists. Now he's already over the ledge. <laughs> yeah, you have gone from zero to a billion. Very, very It all quickly. started with that segment that we did, Josh. I think I like I was yeah. like I was I started to actually let myself think about the real nuts and bolts of because you started because you started the conversation. It's partially your fault. You started the conversation about returning production. Yep. And the, yes, because they're third in the country, yes. according to Bill Connolly. Yeah. That's what started this whole lather that I've gotten myself into. Well, we're by the way, Bill Connolly is joining John and I on Thursday. So maybe I'll give a shout out to you in that interview and say that uh, one of our friends has worked himself into a lather because of you, Bill. How do you feel about this? He'll probably before. Jack is the freshman. Everyone is telling to stop pregame. Yes. yes, seriously. Slow down. The party just <laughs> know, got man. started. I we know. have so many more hours. I get it. Don't black out just yet. You're going to get something drawn on your face. If you, if you keep drinking this heavily, I, I mix know, in water. <laughs> I a hundred percent know, and I know it's not the right thing to think, but you know, like, like I've said to a therapist before, Very on brand. like I've this said to a brand. therapist before, I know it's not good for me to think this, but I can't stop myself from thinking it. <laughs> that's oh, wow. I'd that, love to know what you said that, that to your therapist about. That's where I'm, that's where I'm at. So mm. yes. Wow. What a pod. This began with you mentioning you know, you didn't want to get too deep on going not not going out very much with your wife, and now you're ending talking about therapy. Not going on tri- out trips out of town. Yes. Yeah. What a pod. What a pod. What a pod. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the Super Bowl. We didn't. Yeah. I will. I will admit. I didn't. I definitely didn't know the overtime rules, Josh. I de- and I still don't. Wait, which one? Which which overtime rules didn't you know that, that both teams get the ball? Well, I thought it was still if the first team got a touchdown, the game was over. Okay. But if they got a field goal, the other team got a shot. Yeah, I think that's where I thought it was. Okay, I mean, that's what happened, though, so you shouldn't have been that confused. Right, but I I kept thinking if the 49ers scored a touchdown, the game was over. Okay. God, that would have been hilarious if you would have been like, all right, cool, see you later, turned it off, and then, the Chiefs get the ball. And then the other thing, Josh, is – I've did never, you know about double OT? Do yes, you know what that was the other at thing the I didn't know. The other thing I was like, okay. why are the, in retrospect, it's stupid to say this. I don't know if I thought they went to a new kickoff or something, but I was like, why are they letting the clock run down? It's going to go to zero, but obviously there's never been a game in double overtime that I'm aware of. Has there it, has, has it's oh, been, it's been the last double overtime game happened a little over a decade ago between the Broncos and the Ravens. Oh really? In the playoffs, yeah. obviously. In the playoffs, yeah. I don't. But re- there's never been one in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I formation. So, that's what. That's what I said. And then somebody told me on on Twitter or something, and I was like, "Why do they even have a game clock? Then there's zero reason to have a game clock in the playoffs." Yeah. Just- so um, they switch sides of the field. So I mean, that does matter. Not not in a dome, right? But it does matter in a game because there will be wind. I am pretty sure because we've never had a game go. Super duper 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 far into double overtime, but there. Okay, yes, for sure. So there is a two minute warning. So if the game were to keep going, there would be a two minute warning, just like in a in the second and fourth quarters. So it would be like that. So and the then, second overtime has a two minute warning. Correct. So it turns into us into another quarter. So like that's why. But okay. it's to change the it's to change the field. Yeah. But yeah, I I learned that in. What the Ravens when the Ravens played the, the Broncos in the playoffs? If it goes, if the second time is over, then do they go to a kickoff? Like it's a halftime? Yes, they do. Yeah, that okay. That's incredible to me too. Yeah. So here at the beginning of the third overtime period, the captain who lost the first overtime coin toss will either choose to possess the ball or select which goal his team will defend. So at okay. that point in time. And then, wow, how about this? If there's no winner at the end of a fourth overtime, there will be another coin toss. So if they were to get, you know, through a second game, they would have to redo a coin toss. Correct. Okay, but but at what point does it become become sudden death? After After the second drive. Once the second drive happens and score the same thing, it's sudden sudden death. death. Yes. So if the 49ers would have, if the the 49ers would have held the Chiefs to a field goal, 
then it would have been Man. sudden death after that. I think NFL's. So that's it. why the 49ers chose the ball. And I know that Shanahan's catching a lot of shit for it. I don't, I don't hate it. Um, see, interesting. Matt Skirbader says something I've heard a lot. The NFL is trying to big brain their I OT agree. rules. I, why? I think this is very normal. It's not simple enough. What do you mean? It's just a football game, but then after both teams have the ball, it ends. Well, first of like, all, they've changed it multiple times in the last decade. So stupid rules. Eh, screw you guys. I like the I like the start new a, overtime rules uh, in the NFL. Start them at way the, better. College is stupid shit. That's fine, but do something in between or something. Start them at the forty. Start them both no! at the forty. Maybe it's a football game. You should have to go the whole length of the field. What are we? College does it better, Joe. Oh my gosh, I, this I mean, is disgusting. Of the two I would See you later. College. Let's stop the pod. We're done for tonight. I, we'll of, be back on Saturday. Of, of, of the Lord. of the two of them, I would take college just because it's. I feel like I can just understand it better. Wow. Wow, I didn't think you Master get better. Why would the game not be over if the clock hits zero? That's what I No, you in guys in the playoffs, the first overtime right. is it's like a new a quarter. I get that. I get that. Yes, yes, it's just a brand new quarter. It's just another oh. game. It's just a sudden death game essentially. Is yeah. what it is. Yes. After after that that thing. After yeah. Yeah. Although it would mess up fantasy big time. If they I make that. fun. I make fun of of that stupid graphic that they show at the beginning of every overtime. Meanwhile, the damn I eighty club needed as an explanation for it. <laughs> I am disappointed. Yeah, that man. Bigelow is exactly right, though. I vaguely remember them changing it after the Chiefs Bills game, but it hasn't been put into practice, so I didn't think about it since then. It was two years ago. It's barely. It's our new world for two, two years. Two years ago. I can't remember what I had for dinner yesterday, Josh. Oh, my Jeez. gosh. You need to host a sports talk show on a wow. daily basis, Jack. Look at First of all, I'm cheering for the reasonable team on Sunday, and now I'm the non-unhinged host on a podcast. This is garbage. This is amazing. This is garbage. This Scurzo is for agree, Josh. This isn't hard to understand. Okay. People just that's, hate change. That's yeah, cherry-picking exactly. one person who agrees This with is you. normal. Oh, my gosh. Why is there a clock? Because it's football. What do you want? You want College overtime is garbage. I cannot believe some of the crap that I've read in here tonight. This is disgusting. I think there's a better oh. solution than both of them. What is the? Okay, tell it to me. What's the better solution? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'll figure it out. They fixed it. They did exactly what they needed to do. Both teams get the ball. It's sudden death after that. This is exactly what we all wanted. This is tight. This rule. It's still not fair to the team. They both get to a touchdown. The third the team who gets it then the, the team who got the ball second. They should get another chance to answer then. No. What an arbitrary thing to pick. No, it's such an arbitrary thing to pick. Well, the first time you get a chance to answer, but not the second time. That makes no so do sense. Do you want them to play a full quarter? That like, what do you want them to do? Is this like the U.S. Open back in the day? Play a whole other football game? No, I, no, I, I don't, I don't think that's the answer either. I don't think that's the answer, answer either. But so maybe you have no hold answer. On. You just want a bitch. No, I have to figure out my answer. I just, I gotta think. I get give it some thought. I got several months till it starts again. This uh, is and also, we get rid of ties in my system while we're at it. You know, I used to I used to hate ties, uh, but now I've kind of grown to like them because they're fun. Because like it screws with the standings. I used to hate that, but now I kind of dig it. This no sucks, but I have no better. idea what is better. I, Josh, it's nice to see you showing up here and and uh, picking on Jack. Yeah, it's so rare. I'm so glad we finally. He I'm, hasn't been here all night. It's I nice know. To see it's him. been it's been so refreshing. Wow, refreshing. Not to, to be not have picked a on. Subscriber into the eye. Not to be Club. picked on. Wow. Yeah, Josh, I, I thought we about did it. notice I, that you weren't gone. We didn't say anything, but I definitely noticed that you weren't. I there. love you, Josh. I just meant the picking on Brandon. This is the correct answer. They got scared by that one game that had a bunch of overtimes and changed it. Oh, oh, you're talking about college football? Yeah, this is. I love the new NFL overtime system. I think it's perfect. There's no, the the only thing I wish that they would do is do this in the regular season too, but it's only a playoff thing. All right, all right, cool. What a pod. This cool. pod hey, Josh, was all Josh. over the place. Cool. Yeah. Glad you liked it. Yeah. Nice, Jack. That's fun. <laughs> I tweeted that at the halftime show. I don't think anyone even noticed it. Oh, really? <laughs> I was folding laundry during uh, halftime. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get this out of the oh, way. That sounds fun. And I did. I got it out of the way. That's all right. We'll be back Saturday. Normal show. By the way, uh, next week, again, we are on Tuesday. We're on Tuesday next week. Okay. Uh, Nebraska basketball plays on Wednesday. I think it's 730. And also, I have to call a basketball game myself, so it wouldn't have worked. 
It'll be on on Tuesday. We do need to figure out, Jack, a week from Saturday because I uh, I uh, I have a basketball game. What time? So we'll have to figure out at 11. So I'll have to leave here at like 9.30. Do you want to do a – would you be interested in doing a later one? On that Saturday? Yeah. What, the 24th? Yeah. I could probably make that happen. Do like a little uh, 2.30 in the afternoon I-80 club. There's no there's no Husker basketball that day. It's on Sunday, so that wouldn't be – there's a women's game. But um, And here I am just being like, but we can do one during wow, the women's game. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> you know, 20 minutes ago, women's just, sports are great. God, we should give them just, equal coverage. One thing Sat- I Saturday. say. That's the women's game. Who gives a shit? Let's pod. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. Tough oh, look for God. women. What a freaking hypocrite. And he doesn't have a plan yeah. for overtime. What a piece of crap. Yeah, exactly. I don't like this. All right, how should we fix it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Saturday beer. All right, but yeah, club. we'll uh, yeah. So we'll we'll probably do a Saturday afternoon pod in a couple of weeks, but we'll be back at our normal we'll time on Saturday. Tell a friend. Hey, if you're listening to this on the free feed because it downloaded this morning on a Saturday. First of all, hi. Second of all, how fun was this? Join the club today. Patreon.com/slash/IDClub. Yeah, do it. Do it. And if you listen early enough, you might be able to still catch that live show on Saturday. Oh, we're gonna have a great time. It'll be great. All right. uh, I'm going to say goodbye to the podcaster. So everyone say goodbye. Bye-bye.